Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. I'm all about following the science. Unfortunately, we don't follow science. We follow power. We follow the desire to destroy our political enemies. And we leave in that wake the American people. We leave us. The American people is not some ethereal thing that you just read about in books. It is us and our friends. It is it is we. It is our kids and it is our neighbors, our spouses. It's the ones we love. Yet, yet here we, here we are somehow pretending that they're not the ones who are suffering or maybe we're fully aware they're the ones that are suffering, but those who want power will do anything to keep it, including some weird, odd, strange perversions of the science. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Then you've got Parlor, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, at Tony Katz, Congressman Larry Bouchon joins us right now. And he, not only a member of Congress from Indiana, a doctor, and is introducing a bill to depoliticize the office of the attending physician, removing it from the oversight of the Speaker of the House. Uh, Congressman Bouchon, I appreciate you taking the time this seems like something that is massively unnecessary to do, except we live in times where this becomes the only thing to do. Well, Tony, I mean, first of all, thanks for having me on. But uh, this is just ridiculous. The recommendations coming out of the CDC on masking have no scientific basis. Um, they won't release the studies they're basing this on. Uh, this is just about power. It's about, I think, the Democrats realizing that this is the way that they hope to maintain the House majority and may, maybe get more of the Senate majority next year because their policies are such failures, they have to do something. But this is a big deal, uh, Tony, because this is uh, using politics versus science uh, against the American people. I mean, we, you know, we've been... Uh, promoting vaccinations. I'm a physician. I think people should get vaccinated, but I don't think governments should mandate it. Let people make their own decisions. It's a free country. But the reality is, is now we're telling people that you're vaccinated, but you know what? The government's still going to mandate you wear a mask. I mean, it's just outrageous. And the recommendations in the House came coming from the attending physician. Uh, follow that along. So here in the House, we're supposed to wear masks on the House floor and, and get threatened to be arrested if we don't. But on the Senate side, nobody's wearing a mask because the Senate leadership said it's ridiculous. Um, this is a big deal. Now, the the specific move that you're making, I mean, this is this is more technical than I, I think everybody realizes. Until recently, people may not have known there was an attending physician, an office of the attending physician. What is that position? How is that position controlled uh, now? And your bill does is is it is it more uh, making a statement, or is there a practical application? No, there's a practical application right now. First of all, for your listeners, the Office of the Attending Physician was established so that there would be uh, physicians on campus, not only for members of Congress, not only for staff, but for the tens of thousands of visitors that come to the Capitol complex. So, for example, if somebody has a medical emergency on campus, even if they're a tourist, the office responds to that. 
So that's what it was intended for, not to be setting protocols during a national pandemic. So currently, the attending physician is appointed by the president, but there's no end date to it. It's a lifetime appointment unless the attending physician steps down. Uh, And there's really no oversight per se from the Congress. Uh, Basically, the speaker and uh, other leadership uh, are the oversight. And so Speaker Pelosi has been pushing around the physician over there, in my view, making them put out political statements. So what my bill does changes all that. Uh, We change it to a a situation where uh, there's a bicameral, which means both houses, bipartisan framework that will recommend to the president candidates to be appointed for a 10-year term, and the oversight will be uh, from the Congress, uh, from one of the uh, sitting committees of the Congress, and it takes it out of the the speaker's hands. So whatever whoever that speaker is, they can't push them around because they will have no control. It's the Congress as a whole in a bipartisan way that does. It is technical in nature, but it, it is critical that we change the way this is done. Talking to Congressman Larry Bouchon, serving in the 8th District, that's the southwest corner of Indiana. Uh, when you saw that Speaker Pelosi was going to mandate masks... And then saw that while members of Congress who don't wear a mask get a, get reported, your staff, if they don't wear a mask, gets arrested. What did you, doctor, have to say? Well, I'm outraged by it. And uh, if you people follow my uh, Twitter account, uh, you'll see what I said. It's absolutely ridiculous in a free country that that one person, like the speaker, could threaten to arrest American citizens, whether they're staff, whether they're members of Congress, or honestly, her guidance said visitors to the Capitol that don't wear a mask. Um, that she could do that unilaterally is, is outrageous. And especially, uh, I think, probably not constitutional in violation of people's constitutional rights, but also uh, not based on science. So as a, as a member of Congress, um, I was, I'm outraged by it because uh, she shouldn't have that kind of power. Now, wait, and as a physician, be, I, just, it's a, it I'm, sets a, a tone for the American people that, hey, vaccinations, they don't work. Because you know why? Because we're going we're gonna to have vaccinated people on national TV, on C-SPAN, and all over the news airwaves wearing masks on the House floor when it's not medically indicated. Now, I mean, this is a big, hold big on. deal. Let, let, uh, we had a bunch of our members parade over yesterday to the Senate to protest this. Um, this is this is not the end of this. Congressman, let me go over this with you. Let me interrupt. Let me take a second here. Your tweet, new CDC recommendations on masking, is not based on science, but instead based on politics, including kowtowing to teachers' unions. The yes. problem is tens of millions of Americans are unvaccinated. Vaccinated people are very rarely spreading the virus. When does it end? Never, with a question mark. I have been discussing that there is no data, there is no science to masks. Did the speaker give any rationale for or any science or new data regarding masks and when you hear this exact same conversation that we should be wearing masks from the surgeon general why isn't science running the day well science isn't running the day because they're using the the pandemic to maintain control of the america over the american people in my view and to maintain this uh uh fear really it's fear-mongering to make sure that the American people are all 
uh, riled up about this and fearful um, because it gives them power, gives the politicians power. And that's what this is about. Because, you know, if you look, Tony, at the policies of this administration, they're a disaster. Whether it's the border, whether it's inflation, you name it. Uh, And so they're trying to redirect this, and they're trying to basically grapple control of the American people by saying, you have to do this. You have to wear a mask. Even if you're vaccinated, sorry, you still have to do these things. And they and people can't get back to their regular lives. And, and they're, so they're doing this for, for political control. I mean, that's the only explanation. Because the science doesn't back it up. And honestly, the American people are over it. Uh, that, you know, over these government mandates. And they know it. But now... You have parents who have to deal with union leaders, as you've talked about, and schools that are reinstituting mask policies. In, For example, let's take Indiana, Indianapolis Public Schools, the largest school system, I believe. Uh, they are requiring masks. Uh, places that are suburbs of Indianapolis, Zionsville, masks on K-12 students. I'm not sure what's necessarily going on in Evansville schools, places that you represent when parents in your district come to you and say, doctor, this is what they're requiring of my child. I don't want to do this. What are you advising them back? Well, I mean, I think I'm advising them to do what they're doing. Talk to people like me, talk to their local public officials, put political pressure on their mayors and their county councils, their city councils, their school district, uh, school boards, um, and make those people be held accountable for if they're doing things that aren't based on science. I mean that's the that's all that that's all they can do. And the reality is this: this putting in this K through 12 recommendation is clearly an Obama. I mean a uh, Biden administration kowtowing to these national teachers unions. That honestly, I think they want another year where they don't have to come to work. And you know the damage to our students around this country has been substantial. And I don't think we'll really even know for years how bad it has been. Fortunately, in my district in Evansville, they were in in most of the school districts. They were in school all year this year in person. Uh, and I, my understanding is Evansville is going to continue with a voluntary mask wearing and not mandate it. Um, but this is all about control, Tony, and uh, it's about the big teachers unions uh, creating fear amongst parents. I would encourage your listeners to just look at the data on COVID for people under the age of eighteen. The, the risk is very, very low. The risk of death is essentially zero. The risk of severe disease is nearly zero. It's not completely zero because nothing in medicine is. But there's just no reason for this other than control and other than the fact that I don't think the teachers don't want to come back to the classroom. I mean, there's no other explanation for the it. The teachers don't want to come back or the unions want to be able to have the teachers not come back and therefore having more control over the unions? Because I think you are right and it is this this power maneuver. I just can't believe that it's all teachers. That's my point. No, I think you're right. I mean, the teachers themselves, first of all, I mean, you and I, we. I mean, I support great teachers. It's the It's the union leadership that you pointed out. For whatever reason, it does give them control over... Their members, the leadership of these unions, no doubt about it. I mean, you saw what ha- what's happening in Chicago. You know, worst case scenario. I mean, even the mayor, even the liberal mayor, couldn't get the teachers' unions to bring this, bring the teachers back into class. I mean, so it's the union leadership. I would agree with you on that. I think most teachers want to be in the classroom, but their leadership 
has more control over them uh, if they're not. And they have, more, honestly, more control over the parents, uh, the kids. I mean, one of the things in our country makes our country great is everybody has access to, qual- to, to education. Everybody. And if you keep kids out of the classroom another year, the, the amount of uh, stuff that they're missing, uh, I don't think they'll ever recover. I mean, this is a really big deal. Congressman Larry Bouchon from the 8th District of Indiana. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. I've got more to get to. I'm Tony Katz.